Thank you for tuning into another episode of She Laughs, a podcast dedicated to bringing you honest and transparent viewpoints in this daily faith journey. Now join with me as we listen to T and Crystal discuss the latest. What's up, everybody? Yes, I sang it. (laughs) I've been doing that lately. Anyway, what's up? (laughs) It's funny, y'all, because she usually get on me about singing. Not really. I get you on on you about your welcome. (laughs) (laughs) Not singing. You always sing. It's welcome. First of all, you're not going to (laughs) pick on my Tarleton, Georgia accent. I don't know what that accent is. And my family roots. It is not country. (laughs) It is not country. (laughs) Anyway. What up, everyone? We hope you guys have been blessed. (laughs) Back. Anyway. Yeah. 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 Whatever, T. How you been? (laughs) I've been doing pretty good. Better than um, our last episode um medicine seems to be leveling and balancing out mm-hmm. so um it's been fairly easy to keep my um mind and my spirit um high uh because my body's not in dire distress but yeah doing pretty good how about you man i can't complain life is good i'll just i i, I think it kind of hit me a couple of weeks ago that oftentimes I can complain and it's so surface level. Right. And then I just had a moment where I remember I was coming into my home and I was like, man, God, you're amazing. Like you've really been keeping me um, and taking care of me. So right now I'm in a good place, y'all. I'm just like, <laughs> whatever me and god good i'm good go with god if you will (laughs) or don't either either way (laughs) you know hey it's on you buddy (laughs) you know but you ain't gonna stop this over here and i I, i've just been enjoying that so good yeah everything's great yes yes and up and up yes it is all right so moving right along we have our quotables so see what's your quotable I don't have a deep one today. I know I always be coming for next. This day today is not that case. (laughs) So I saw this post by a dear, dear, dear friend, my Heather G. And it says, if you see a closed down church's chicken somewhere, you don't need to be. Nah, you don't need to be there at all. Yeah, because I don't. Well, no, let me not say I've never seen one. I have seen a church of chicken that was closed down and that was not a good area. <laughs> I mean it, it wasn't good when it was open but the fact that and it did reopen but the fact that it was closed down yeah it just made the area look even more sketchy yeah because here's the thing usually when I do see a open churches it's already in an area that isn't hood. It's hood. Okay. It's, just hood. And it's then hood. like I'm not gonna see a church is necessarily up in the suburbs. I, they got maybe I'm, KFC. I'm sure they, they may be there. They may be there, but for the most part. It's in the hood. Churches has a certain demographic on lock. 
And they know this. That's why they got, what is it, like two-piece and a and a biscuit for like two ninety nine. Well, you know, inflation, so I'm sure it's <laughs> gone up now. Maybe $5 now, but you know, and them chickens, them birds, I mean. Yeah, so <laughs> if you ever see that the, the churches is closed, like, as in, as in shut down for business. <laughs> and go to um, and Govern yourselves accordingly and quickly get out of that area. <laughs> do what you need to do. Deuces, and, I'm and, out. And get on somewhere. Don't sit and chill in no red light. Doors no, unlocked. No. Not paying attention to your surroundings. Do what you need to do and get, get on. Skedaddle, as old folks used to say. Skedaddle. So I don't, I don't, I don't know no old folks that say skedaddle. You don't know skedaddle? No, uh, 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 Crystal, I, I don't. I don't know any old black people that say skedaddle. <laughs> That's not, I don't, I don't know that. Not yeah. Gonna, you know what, you gonna stop talking about me on this here episode, on this here mic. She said, "Gee, Wilkers, get out of here!" I can't, I can't stand y'all. This Gosh is what, darn blasted! Get out of there! This is what I deal Skedaddle. with on a day-to-day basis. <laughs> day-to-day, okay. Anyway, <laughs> what's your quotable? <laughs> well, I did bring the heat today. Um, and it goes in alignment to me um, with what our topic is going to be. Um, But my quotable comes from uh, Dr. Nidra. Um, If you haven't followed her, I follow her on Instagram. It's um, her Instagram handle is Nidra um, Wab. And I'm going to spell it N-E-D-R-A-T-A-W-W-A-B. I'm spelling it. Because Tanisha always picks on me on how I mess up names, which I do. <laughs> that sounds like a name that's going to just be messed up. Yeah, I mess up names, but this one. But she she brings some really good, helpful t- tips and tidbits. So uh, what she has to say today is you don't have to accept an apology that's not attached to change behavior. Mm. When you aren't ready to accept an apology... Practice saying the following instead. Number one, thank you for apologizing, but it doesn't seem like you're ready to do anything differently. Number two, I would like an apology and change behavior. Number three, an apology won't fix what happened. I need blank to truly move forward. Number four is what are you planning to do differently? Number five is, I'm not ready to accept your apology, but I want us to work through this. And number six is, I appreciate your apology. Those are, I like the fact that she gave language um, to what you should say, or at least give you some idea of how to have that conversation, because it's difficult. Because yes. what you don't want is to just simply say, no, I don't accept your apology. Um, unless you don't want any resolve to the relationship. Yes. Then you can simply say that and move on. Um, but if you would like some sort of resolve or want to see if there can be resolve then those were good segues into how are we going to fix 
the issue. Because a lot of times I think people throw an apology up just to shut you up. Yes. Um, <clears throat> because they don't want to hear about it any, mo- any longer. And then some people do it as a form of, well, I want, I don't want to feel guilty any longer. Yes. So let me quickly apologize. Who? Good. I apologize. I feel better now. And continue to do the same thing that caused them to have to apologize in the first place. So it's good. I'm glad that she gave some language to what you need to do in those situations where, hey, we need to be really diving into what the issue was and then how we're going to resolve it. Also, what I love is um, I read a book uh, probably about two, two and a half years ago. My friend uh, Kelvin put me on. Shout out to Ham Production, aka Happy Accidents Media. Yes. Um, but it's the same. It's by the same author who wrote the Five Love Languages, and this book that he did was the Five Languages of Apology. And what I did not realize is that people apologize very differently. Yes. Um, and people receive apologies differently. And I am the type of person <clears throat> where if I have been wrong, it's not enough to simply say, I'm sorry. Like that does not <clears throat> work for me. Um, it's not enough to just maybe do something nice for me afterwards, like an act of service um, afterwards and simply not acknowledge it. Like I need acknowledgement of what's been wronged and then a conversation and it doesn't even have to be like that we come to an agreement. I just need an acknowledgement. Uh, yeah, I need an acknowledgement. And then a conversation needs to be had about what happened yes. so that we can move out, forward. Yes, or just avoid the potential of yes. this happening again if you really don't want this to happen again. again. I want to <laughs> see where your head is at. And then it kind of depends on the situation. Um, if it's something simple as maybe you said something that may have rubbed me the wrong way on purpose, because sometimes we do that when we're in an angered moment, apologizing, I shouldn't have spoke to you that way. I was upset is a way to, okay, then we can, we can move. Yes, we can move forward. You acknowledge what happened. Um, and here's the thing. I think a lot of people don't want to acknowledge what happened because they feel acknowledging what I did is me saying I agree. Yeah, that what I did was wrong, and that's false. No, yeah, <laughs> you can say I see I hurt your feelings. I I see I may have triggered you and didn't realize it. I don't understand, but you don't need my understanding to validate. Your feelings. Yes. And we are too quick to dismiss somebody's feelings or emotions because to us it doesn't make sense. So if it doesn't make sense, it's invalid. Yes. And that's not how that works. Yes. (laughs) That's not how that works at all. Simply. Simply. And I think think a lot of times also people think, well, if I apologize, that means I'm a bad person. That too. And that's not what that means, but that what it does acknowledge for the person that feels like they've been wronged or hurt, that you acknowledge that you have seen that you have un 
you've done something over there that you maybe did not intend to do. That some type of harm or hurt has happened, whether it was intentional or not intentional. And so because I value the relationship, I'm going to address it. That's how I take apologies. I'm not always necessarily looking for what are the next steps because you may not know. That's true. I may not know. Right what is needed. But if you get into the conversation and I am big for saying, and T hears me saying this all the time, life and death lives in conversation. And if you're not willing to have the conversation or even have the conversation brought to you, then just be prepared for the relationship of whatever to die. Yeah. Because it's, it's, it's life exists in conversation conversation. So if we can no longer communicate, there is no relationship because the relationship exists in communication. Very true. So, and I bought this particular quotable up, which I love how she broke it down because of what our topic is for today. Yeah. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. T, what are we talking about? So today's topic is judgment versus accountability. Yeah. Um. So, just FYI, there's gonna be a lot of scripture used in this episode. I know we don't normally always um, pull up a lot of scripture, but there's gonna be a lot because the basis of this topic is how mainly, especially Christians, love to use the verse of. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. Uh, don't judge me <laughs> or the verse that says don't judge so that you won't be judged <laughs> as a way to do what they want to do um so yeah that's 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 where we're coming from that's which true. is incorrect but we will get to that yes. um to the breakdown of why that is an incorrect scripture to throw out there when you're feeling judged but Let's get into what exactly, um, what exactly do you think, Crystal, when you hear the words judge or accountability? So for me, when I hear judging, um, usually judging is somebody voicing their opinion over someone else with no backing outside of, I don't like it simply because I don't like it. Correct. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So I hear, okay, I'm judging her. Why? I don't like it. Why? Whenever I ask someone why they don't like someone and all they hear, hear, hand me back is because, because why? Because, and you have no reasonable explanation, no foundation for why you believe that that's cemented in judgment. And it could be because of your own offense or your own insecurities that's bringing that up. But because you haven't delved, dived in deep enough to deal with I, why am I feeling the way I'm feeling about this issue or this individual, I don't like that person. Why? Because I just don't like them. Why? Because. Because it's not. It's not an, an, uh, 
an answer. Answer, yeah. I get what you're saying. And stuff. So that immediately comes off as judgmental. And here's the thing. <laughs> as transparent as we are, I used to be very judgmental, especially younger, because I was very insecure. Mm-hmm. I was bullied. I was talked about. I did not think I was attractive at all. Mm-hmm. Um, I was even told I had a face. Like, <laughs> I mean, come on. I had a face. I was told, y'all, I had a face like a Chinese bulldog. When I was, I want to say I was six in class. Mm -hmm. So I was very insecure about my looks. I was never insecure about my capabilities and stuff. And so at a young age, I definitely projected that on others and did not realize it. But then when I became older, hear me, y'all. Because at some point, you got to take accountability. Let's don't say older when you matured because there (laughs) is a difference. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Because there's some old, immature people in this world. 40s and still immature. So when you matured, when I matured, I realized that that was inappropriate and it was very judgmental um, and that I needed to take a closer look at myself and what was triggering in me um, what this other person who probably wasn't doing anything but just being themselves. So that's judgment to me. Accountability is when I have language for what I'm trying to tell you. So, for instance, <clears throat> we have an issue, and or Tanisha comes to me and she says, "Crystal, I see that you don't like this. Why?" And I can literally point to, "Well, this has happened. This has happened. This has happened." It's a list. I am in sound mind. I have verbiage for it, and I can see where it's justifiably right or wrong. According to the standards and guidelines, if you don't remember, go back to there is a standard. According to the standards and guidelines that I have either had set on my life by Christ or have set for my life. Mm-hmm. Now I am being seeing accountability being held not only for others, but for myself. Okay. That's me giving y'all a overview. That's her spiel. Spiel if you will. Okay, so <clears throat> you being the wordy that I am, I know. Um, I looked up the word judge years ago mm-hmm. because I was always deemed as someone that was judgmental or judgy. It has a lot of definitions, first and foremost. Mm. But one of those definitions is to form an opinion. And I said, that's all I've been doing this whole time. <laughs> was forming an opinion because I was never the one to say well just because if you would ask me why I thought this or why I thought that or why I was judging someone I would give you a reason oh because they did x y and z and I'm not a fan of that oh see I didn't have that (laughs) I just I didn't like why I I didn't like um I started to understand a lot of the times um, when I couldn't quite formulate what it was that I need to, I needed to stop, um, thinking it was a form of judgment because I didn't have language for it. So I would just lean into what everyone else was saying it was. So I would equate it to judgment. But now, like, like you said that I'm mature yeah. more so now that I am spiritually mature, I understand it's called discerning of spirits. Yes. Which is what I have. So that's why I would 
pinpoint something in somebody and be like, mm, I don't know what that is, but for some reason, I can't not see it. So, and, and ladies and gentlemen, when we have moments like that, we say, I'm a sticky note. Yes. Now that I, yeah, I, <laughs> I say sticky noted because it, and I say that because it's usually the Holy Spirit will show me something that either somebody did said, um, an inflection, inflection of their voice, um, maybe something that they didn't say or, and, and purposely omitted. And he'll be like, did you, did you catch that? Yes. He will. And I'll be like, catch what? No, you, you caught it. That's why you asking me, did you, did you catch that? And I'll try to brush it off as something small, minuscule, and he won't allow me to to, to ignore it. So then I'll be like, all right, God, I'm going to sticky note it. We're going to put a sticky note there. I saw what I saw, and you'll explain it to me later. So, again, when, when I was younger and really didn't understand what that was, I allowed people to put a word to it. And I thought that was me judging folks. Yeah. When that wasn't the case. Um, accountability to me is very similar to you. Um, in that of me saying, hey, they do XYZ. I'm not a fan of XYZ because XYZ. And this is how they should fix XYZ. Mm -hmm. Because to me, that's where the accountability can come in. Because I'm not... Um, Choosing things that are, what's the word I'm trying to say? Superficial. Materialist, superficial. Thank you. That's what I was trying to, I was just going to say materialistic. But yes, yeah, superficial. I'm not picking superficial things because it's not really that important. I don't care enough. And another thing that is important when you're talking about accountability that I don't know if y'all picked up on and I didn't say earlier was she also gave language to and these are some of the things that could fix it because accountability isn't just to, Hey, I want you to see what you did. That's like how owners do with dogs when they're training them to go potty. Right. They go put their nose in it. Right. And stuff. It, accountability is not just shoving your nose and what in, you did in, wrong. What you did wrong and stuff because that's condemnation. Yeah. And we don't deal in that. Yeah. Accountability is saying, Hey, this is what you did wrong. And then here's what you can do to make it right. And then let me explain to you why what yes. you did is, 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 is probably an issue. Yes. <laughs> let me show why it's an error. Not beat you over the head about the fact that you erred. Yes. This is why it's an error. Let's have dialogue as to where your thinking was when you did that and then we can move into okay well in the future you can do xyz yes to me that's that's the accountability part but people don't like accountability either no because it's the society says don't tell me what to do yes society says i'm just being me society says accept my flaws and all Society, this is how I am. society says it's just how I am. So no one wants to be instructed anymore, but yet we always say we want growth. You, you can't have it both ways. It, growth means you have to be willing to be uncomfortable and be held to account. And you all want to be pacified and you can't get anywhere 
being pacified. Now, I know we have talked about Christianity and the necessary need for growing and maturing in your spirituality. Now, if you choose not to, you are still a Christian. Yeah. The heavenly gates is still open to you. Hey. But you will access no power here on earth, which is what Christ wants you to have. Yes. Because he said, you will do greater works than I. Yes. Let's not make him out to be a lie. Yes. (laughs) And mature so that we can do those works. So that to me is judgment and accountability. Yes. Amen. Look, I mean, we've, we've, I feel like we've touched on this before. Um, to me, accountability also goes back to what we talked about on the last episode with prophetic, when we talked about edification and building you up, building you up doesn't always look like always telling you something really nice about you because you're so amazing because you are amazing. And guess what? In your amazement, it could be better. Yes. And so when you have some real people around you and some real friends around you that are close enough to you as a brother or a sister, guess what? That means they're close enough to see the cracks and the flaws. And while they accept you in spite of the flaws. Thank you for saying that. (laughs) They are going to accept you in spite of the flaws. They also usually God sends you people that has gifting in the places that you're flawed. Why? So they can help you with the flaws. I mean, unless you to... don't want to be better. Yeah. If you don't want to be better, just say that. And all uh, because every person that I now have in my circle, okay, is not the same as Crystal. And I am not the same as Tanisha. We are similar. We think similarly in a lot of ways. But there are some things that Tanisha is amazing at that I suck at. I am not disciplined at all. <laughs> I am not. <laughs> that is me being honest. You I, said that hard in the book. I am not. I am not. Y'all, I am definitely, I have a gifting in administration and as a creative, okay? Because I can come up with business ideas and uh, tons of stuff. All day long. Ask me at 545 when it's time for me to get up to go to the gym what I'm doing. (laughs) Sleep. (laughs) I roll over and I tell that clock. Because whereas with T, if you tell her she got to be somewhere, it's just automatic. She's like, I'm going to get up. I am not bright eyed and bushy tailed, but I'm going to be up. Yes. (laughs) Whereas me, I'm going to be dragging my feet because I'm not disciplined. In their thing. So when it comes to when I actually do start getting disciplined, people's like, oh man, Crystal's accomplished so much. And it's like, yeah, because I'm actually disciplined in this moment. But in give me about a month or two. <laughs> and then it goes out the window because now I'm tired from being so disciplined. Right. So, but that's 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 where she holds me accountable. Cause she is quick to say, You ain't even go to the gym today, did you? You gotta go to the gym tonight, didn't don't you? When you got stuff to do. But had you did what you were supposed to do, that's accountability. Right. But she's close enough to know that's a flaw in Crystal's area in her wheelhouse. If it's before 10, (laughs) all bets is off. (laughs) All bets is off. It it just is. I'm not a morning person. I'm not a night person. I am 
I could take a nap in the middle of the day person. (laughs) It is what it is. And I mean, we're laughing about it, but I'm trying to show you in the smallest of ways what accountability looks like. But because she's able to hold me accountable with the little things, when big things come up, like maybe I want to spaz out on somebody, she's able because she knows, hey, 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 and tap me and go, that's not what we do. And likewise, that's accountability. Yes. And that's not judgment. I could easily look at her and say, well, this is just me. And Crystal's just like, because I got to tell them. And I always, that would be me taking it as judgment. Yes. Instead of the accountability that she offers looking out for me. Because accountability is covering. Yes, it it really is, (laughs) Sean. It's covering. It really is. It's saying, I know where your gaps are. I know where your blind spots are. I know this is an issue for you. And because I love you, I am willing to hold you to account because that's where you struggle. Yes. Yes. I don't want you out here um, falling by the wayside. Um, I'm going to help you build in these areas. I ain't going to do it for you. I'm willing to help you build and me pointing out your blind spots is a way to do that. Now you can't check somebody if you're not doing it in love. And we've covered that before we've spoken on that plenty of times. So it has to be out of love and it needs to be um, spoken in a way that is loving. Now, Loving don't mean you're not going to be harsh. <laughs> no. <laughs> loving doesn't mean that um maybe your voice or tone won't be elevated. Uh, elevated. Yes, thank you. Um loving means I love you first. So I am I'm with you. I'm not against you. I'm not fighting you. Um, but those who will always tell you, no, this is how you need to say that to them. Because in this moment, that, that stubborn switch is turned all the way up. (laughs) And I need you to be a little bit more vocal so that they can hear you. And you have to be willing to do that and not be afraid. Well, they'll be mad at me. They might be. They very well. Here's the thing. It makes sense that they would be upset with you. Nobody likes No one wants to be checked. No one wants to be corrected. We most certainly don't want to be corrected in a fashion that makes us uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. We want to be woo woo wooed. It's just me. It's innocent, poor old me. I don't know. I just a baby. <laughs> I just a baby. But you in your forties and acting Thank like you. This. So yes, they're they're gonna be upset. It's okay if they know that you love them and you know that that they love you. It'll be all right. Yes. Give them a smooth twenty four hours. <laughs> To get over themselves. To get over the fact that they're upset and move on. But you can't withhold um, your covering. No. I love that you said that. You can't withhold your covering for them. Because, again, Cain and Abel, am I my brother's keeper? 
Thank you. You supposed to be. You supposed to be. <laughs> Here's the thing, y'all. And, and I'm going to touch on two things. First of all, please don't think that the person holding you to account enjoys doing so. No. Okay. There has been times where God has tapped me on my shoulder in the middle of the night and said, um, in the morning, I need you to go ahead and text Tanisha and tell her this or text whoever and tell him this. And I'm like, <laughs> I don't want to do that. Like, can't you just do it? <laughs> like, you, you know, because the same way you just told me can be the same way that you can tell tell them. Them. And um, but uh, and by all means, y'all, I mean, literally, don't woke me up out of my sleep. I need you to tell her this. He's did this same thing. Hey, I need you to go to him and tell him exactly this. And I'm like, God, they ain't gonna like that. Like they're gonna they're gonna not like this. And I had to be willing. Now y'all know we have done an episode where I have told y'all I am a people pleaser. You talk about anxiety. I don't have anxiety. But tell me <laughs> I gotta go and have a conversation with someone I love holding them to account. And and all I'm thinking is this person gonna leave me, this person gonna leave me, this person gonna leave me. Like that's what goes through my head because I know that account. Accountability is uncomfortable. But here's the thing. Even though it's uncomfortable to the people that are you're holding to account and to you that's doing the accounting or holding them to account, going through that either is going to let you know what type of relationship you have. Right. Or what relationship you thought you had that you don't. I'm serious. Um, because you'll start to understand the heart postures of some people. I have held some friends in the past to account that up and left. And I had no ill will towards them other than their best interests. I knew where their blind spots are. I still do. And I still cover them in love. And we have not talked in years and stuff. But I had to be willing to say, hey, that's not okay what you're doing and be willing to let them either walk or come up. And sometimes people just don't want to come up. And here's the thing. You have to be okay. If they're not willing to do that, that doesn't make them a bad person, but they are just not ready to elevate. So I held no judgment to them for not wanting to come up, cover them in love and keep moving. Yeah, that's that's what you do. But you have to be willing to hold them to account, because how can you say you can be a Jonathan or a David to anybody that you can't have an honest conversation with? (sighs) Yeah, I can't have an honest conversation with you. I see you doing wrong. I see you hurting people. I see you hurting yourself and I can't come to you and tell you. Don't work like that. Yeah, it's a problem. You know, one of the things my mother used to tell me when she would talk to me and say, I'm not about to let you go out here looking any kind of way because I want to make sure that you're okay. That's how I am with my friends. You're not about to go out here. And people think that's just with clothes. Oh, I not have you looking bad. But I'm not about to have you go out here if you're one of my friends looking any kind of way spiritually looking any kind of way mentally because I look at you as my responsibility. You get what I'm saying to you? Like, yeah. like you're now you're in my circle. 
Yeah, you're covering. I'm, you're part of my covering and I should be part of yours because I'm not perfect. So if we're doing like that, then like the 300, when you all are covering each other, guess what? Then can't no darts get in. Accomplish much. You can accomplish much. But some of y'all just, I, I just, I mean. Yeah. <laughs> help Jesus. It. Help it. Help, help it, Lord. Help, help it, Lord. Help it. Help it. Help it. And stuff. <sighs> but that's that's what accountability is. And it's it's for your building up. It it's, is 100% it really for edification. Now, if you have a group of friends where all they do is say, well, I'm holding you to account, but all they do is tear you down, that's not accountability. No. No and no. Because here's the thing. Accountability, literally, like he says, is in love. But you, it's not where everything you do is something is wrong. Because now what are you good for? Yeah. Ain't nothing good about me. Ain't nothing I do good enough. It's I'm always the issue. That's not accountability. That's not love. That's that's that's. I'm just gonna say it plain as day. It's not and stuff. So you need to get out from around those people because they're not holding you to account. They are literally judging you. Yeah, and you are making them feel good by being the person that's judged. That builds them up. So get you get get out from around there and start praying. God, send me the people that are supposed to be in my life that not only build me up in love and edify me, but also hold me to account too, because I know I'm not perfect. See, when you start praying those types of prayers, now you're talking about maturity for real. God, send me somebody who will see my flaws, love me and my flaws, and then help me to get on the right path to Fix my flaws. Not say, I see your flaws and I love you. It, it stopped there. That's it, yeah. So you just gonna love me and let me lie here, lame and all. Yeah. Because I get to talk about you that way. We is two birds of a feather flocking together. Misery you, love company. You lame, I'm lame. <laughs> we just gonna lay here. So let's put some scripture to this. So... <clears throat> The word judge or judging or to judge is used quite often in scripture. Um, And this is where people get confused because no one wants to realize that though your Bible is now written in English, Hmm. no matter what version you read, easy to read, NIV, message, message version, it's written in English. These words are Hebrew and Greek words. So the meanings are different. They do not translate over into English the way we would like for them to. So the main scripture I talked about was the don't judge so that you won't be judged, right? Yep. That that word judge in that scripture is talking about condemnation. Hmm. Hmm. That's what you're not supposed to do is condemn. So that's that judge. The next judge is stop judging according to outward appearance, rather judge according to righteous judgment. Hmm. 
That word judge is to examine. And then also Jesus said that. So that's, hey. that's there. Hey. Uh, hey. <laughs> I know uh, good old, I, 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 I follow Jesus. I'm a Christian. People are quick to say, Jesus says, don't judge. He also said to judge and to do so judge righteously. So there's that. So that judging is examination. And I think that is the biggest area that a lot of people have issue with. That's where they want to say, you're judging me. Am I judging you or am I examining your fruit? Ah! Woo! Woo, because the scripture do say test the Cause fruit. Because if it walked like a duck Woo-hoo. and talked like a duck, it's a duck. Why are you getting stuck at the fact that I'm calling you a gossiper? That's what you do. <laughs> Why are you getting stuck on me calling you messy? That's what you are. Hmm. You're always in somebody's business. Hmm. You're always running to go tell somebody stuff. Mm. And you're laughing and you're cackling about it. And this person is none the wiser. You're getting stuck on what I'm doing. Yes. Yes. That's scripture. You will know a tree by its fruit. I'm simply calling you an apple tree. How am I judging you? You you produce apples. Your seed says it's an apple tree. That's that's examination. That's discerning your actions. Yes. Your fruit. You show me who you are every day. Yes. By what you do. By what you do. By what. And then you got a problem with me calling a thing a thing. Oh, but in this season, the things shall be called a thing. Now, the next judging word (laughs) is something that none of us can do besides Mm -hmm. the condemnation part. Yeah. And that's to reach or render a verdict. Yeah, no. Oh, oh, no. God does that. We cannot render a verdict. Mm -hmm. We cannot judge in that manner. But we are to examine the fruit. Examine the fruit. I know we talked about it when we talked about um, false prophets to judge (laughs) them righteously. Righteous judgment. Examining their fruit. Does their life match up with what the Bible that they say or should be reading and indulging themselves in? Do they line up? Yep. Because the enemy knows scriptures too. He knows them verbatim. He knows them. Satan knows them very well. The difference is he pledges no allegiance to them. Yes. So again, we we gotta we we gotta stop. It's it's always the Christians that be one of them. Yes. <laughs> or those that say they are don't know no no word ain't got a stitch of Bible in them, but they know that verse. Yes. Oh, oh, they say my favorite one. Only God can judge me. Incorrect. I can judge you as well. Yes. Examine. <laughs> I can examine you. Because <laughs> I don't understand how you say only God can judge me, but then he gives us the discerning of spirits for me to judge what spirit is in you. Yes. He tells the prophets to test the prophets. Yes. He tells you to, wit- to, to test the fruit. 
So this whole thing of only God can judge me, that's that's false. And it's absolutely one He's incorrect. the one that can render a verdict. Yes. Like T said. So I can judge you, but I cannot decide where you will end up. There you go. End they, the story. End, end, end the story. I think that about sums it up. You got any final words, Crystal? Child. <laughs> Look, if you want to really elevate in life, um, both the natural and the spiritual, you better find you some ones. You better find you some Jonathans that are going to hold you to a standard and accountability and a level of integrity that is going to match up to the life that you're trying to aspire to. I'm, I'm, I'm saying this for your own good um, because if you don't, should you get to a point in your life where you think you have it all good, it will come crashing down and there will not be anyone around you to support. And you're going to look around and you're going to say, what happened? But you had no firm foundation, no concrete support system. You had no inner circle that was covering you and saying, hey, if you do that, this is what's going to happen. You had none of that. So I am imploring you for your sake. Find you some real ones, as we say. Or as I personally say, find you some real lifers that said, I'm with you in this thing called life for real. And you can get mad at me. You cannot like me. You can huff and you can puff. I'll call you in two hours. But we're going to get this. That is what true love looks like. I don't know where we came up with this concept that love just gives me what I want. Love just makes me feel good at all times of the day. It's just a warm, cuddly blanket. That's perverted. And everything. No, you have warm days, but you have days where love holds up the mirror and says, is this who you want to be? Because mm. if this is who you want to be, I cannot be here any longer because this is beneath you. This, this, it's beneath you. So come up. That's my last word. Let's all come up. Yeah, I'm gonna um did all that and I'm gonna say the best way to find you some lifers, find you some people that are healed. Whoop, whoop, whoop. My God. Find you some people that are no longer lame. Hmm. Find you some people that are healed. Yes. Because they know how to get you to where you need to be. They've been there. They've done that. And they don't mind sharing <laughs> their testimony of how they became healed. Man. So you need to be ready. And that is the surefire way to show I'm tired of this. Yes. Yes. It's to find you on purpose healed people to connect to. That's man and that's woman. Find you somebody that's healed. Men, find you somebody that loves their wife. Yes. Publicly. 
Yes. Women, find you somebody that loves their husband publicly. Even if you're single. Yes. Yes. Because they have testimony. Yes. Tips. Tricks. Yes. Advice. Yes. And they're willing to share. Yes. The question is, are you ready to listen and apply? Yes. So, that's how you do it. Alright, Crystal. So, where can they find you? As always, guys, you can find me on Instagram at I am Crystal Charmaine. You can also find me on Facebook at Crystal Charmaine or I am Crystal Charmaine. Um, yeah, all the places, guys. <laughs> um, also, subscribe to my website, I am Crystal Hello. And uh, catch out the latest blog episodes. T, where can they find you? You guys know where I'm at. It's Facebook, Tanisha Williams, and Instagram is She Is Tanisha J. And website coming soon. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, that, that was accountability, guys. Anyway, Just came <laughs> moving right along. You people have a great, blessed week. <laughs> And we will holler at y'all next time. Bye. Thanks again for listening. We hope that you were blessed by today's discussion. To keep up with the latest on the She Laughs podcast, be sure to subscribe on most major streaming platforms. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. If you feel led to donate, please send donations to paypal.me forward slash she laughs. And don't forget to send us your questions as well. We'd love to hear from you. As always, stay blessed.